0: The sermon text is the Gospel of St. Mark, chapter 16, verses 1 to 8. When the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome bought spices so they could go and anoint Jesus. Very early on the first day of the week at sunrise, they went to the tomb. They were saying to each other, Who will roll the stone away from the entrance to the tomb for us? When they looked up, they saw that the stone, which was very large, had been rolled away. As they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. He said to them, Do not be alarmed. You are looking for Jesus the Nazarene, who was crucified. He has risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him. But go, tell his disciples and Peter, He is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him, just as he told you. They went out and hurried away from the tomb, trembling and perplexed. They said nothing to anyone because they were afraid. The Gospel of our Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. It's always the last place you look. This is the trite little thing that people like to say after someone finds something in an unusual place. Oh I, I lost my car keys yesterday. I looked everywhere for them. Couldn't find them anywhere. Finally, I gave up, went to do the dishes, and there they were in the sink. Oh, it's always the last place you look. Couldn't find my wallet. Searched high and low. Finally, I popped the trunk of my car, and there it was inside. Isn't that just the way? Always the last place you look. I heard a stand-up comic once point out how dumb that phrase really is. Of course, it's always in the last place you look. After you find it, you stop looking. Of course, he's intentionally missing the point of the statement in an attempt to be funny. The point is that sometimes you find what you're looking for in the most unlikely place. On Easter, we find the most valuable thing there is, life. And we find life in the last place you would look for it a tomb. Very early on the original Easter morning, a group of ladies headed to the tomb of Jesus Christ. And they were expecting to find in that tomb what you always find in a tomb. They were expecting to find death. You can tell that's what they were expecting to find in Jesus' tomb because they took with them spices to anoint a corpse. And you can tell that's what they were expecting to find in Jesus' tomb from the conversation they had with each other on the way there. They were saying to each other, Who will roll the stone away from the entrance to the tomb for us? So clearly, they were expecting to find this tomb of Jesus Christ still sealed with a stone. And if they were able to even get inside, they were expecting to find death in that tomb. And that's what they were expecting, because that's what you always find in a tomb. Except for this time, because when they got there, they saw that huge stone with its seal of death was already rolled away from the tomb. And when they looked inside, they found a young man who was very much alive and had a life-giving message for them. Jesus of Nazareth, who had been dead inside of this tomb for the last three days, is not dead anymore. He is risen, and he is no longer here. Take this message of life to his disciples, as well as the man who denied him and will now need to be reinstated. Tell them that Jesus Christ is no longer dead, that there is only life in this tomb. Jesus is alive, and he is already on his way to Galilee. They can catch up to him there. On Easter, we find the message of life from that angel inside of Jesus' tomb. Jesus of Nazareth, who laid down his life in the most brutal possible way on Good Friday, is alive again. And he is not just alive in the memories and the hearts of his followers. And he's not just alive in a sense when the stories about him are retold or his words are quoted, but he is actually physically alive, breathing, talking, and walking toward Galilee. A tomb is the last place you look for life, but that's what you find in the empty tomb of Jesus Christ on Easter. The story of Jesus' resurrection is not a myth or a legend. And it is not told in some kind of double-secret code that requires expert interpretation. You are perfectly qualified to listen to the clear words of Mark chapter 16 and to understand them in their natural and literal sense. There was a real human being named Jesus Christ who died on a cross on a Friday. He did it to take your sins away and bring you back to God. And after he died on that cross, another real man named Joseph of Arimathea took him down and buried him in a fancy, newly-cut tomb. They rolled a stone in front of that tomb, and Jesus Christ was dead. His life was gone. And three days later, that dead Jesus came back to life. He started breathing again. His heart started pumping again. He sat up in his tomb He took the time to neatly fold his grave clothes because when you're perfect, you don't just fling your laundry all over the place. You fold it neatly. And then he walked out of that place of rest alive. And he did that because he is not just a man who died on a cross, he is also the Son of God with the power to battle against death, conquer it, break through its chains. Because he is the Son of God, you find life in his tomb. And you don't just find life for himself, you also find life for you. Because everything that Jesus Christ did in this world, he did for you. He lived a perfect life to supply you with the holiness that you need to live with God in heaven. He died on the cross to wash away your sins and bring you to God as his child and him as your loving father. And he rose from that grave so that everyone who trusts in him will also rise in glory on the last day, just as he did on Easter. Believe that Jesus Christ did these things for you, and you also find life for yourself in his tomb, life that never ends. Believe that Jesus Christ did these things for you, and you are not going to walk away from his tomb on Easter perplexed or confused or afraid. It was natural for those ladies to react that way when they found life in Jesus' tomb because when you find life in a place of death, it's going to rattle you. It is unexpected and unnatural. When you find eternal life in Jesus' tomb for yourself, you walk away in the delight of knowing that you have that life. You walk away from his tomb on Easter and you go out into your world to live to the glory of God who loves you so much that he sent his son to do all of that for you. And you walk away from Jesus' tomb able to live in joy every day of your life. Now I think again of that comedian who said, it's always the last place you look because then you stop looking. I realize that's just a joke, but uh, I think that applies pretty well to Easter too. You have found the fullest, highest, an everlasting life in the last place you would look, the empty tomb of Jesus Christ. So now you can stop looking for it anywhere else. You see, our world is full of people who are scrambling around looking for life, something to give meaning to their existence, something to make them feel alive, a way to leave a legacy behind themselves in this world. So people will remember them, and in a sense, they'll be able to live on, even after they're gone. People try to find this life on athletic fields, bank accounts, their profession, their family, and if they can't find it there, then they chase it at the bottom of a bottle or the end of a needle. And don't get me wrong, everything I just mentioned, with the exception of the last two things, are wonderful gifts from a gracious God. Not so much binge drinking and drug use, but everything else. The family, the friends, the hobbies, the athletics. Because God is abundantly gracious. He not only gives us eternal life in His Son, but He piles blessings on top of us in this world because He loves us. But none of those blessings can supply the highest, the fullest, the everlasting life. That you find only in the empty tomb of Jesus Christ And you found it there, so now you can stop looking for it anywhere else. Jesus' tomb is where we find life, for him, for us. Rejoice. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia and amen.